Hi. Hi. Mindful Polly. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> is this we your first you. time? Hello. Nice to meet you. This You're looking your really nice time. today. I mean. What? Yeah. Whoever you are. I'm oh, you it. look awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Keep it up. We're so happy you're here. <laughs> so today we're talking about coming out. Yeah. Specifically at work. At work. This is part of our coming out series. So, so you recently had an event at work mm-hmm. that was sort of felt like a coming out a moment for you, right? Oh, the um, open house. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so after remodeling the new facility and putting lots of time and money and effort into it they want to show off so they're like family and friends night bring your families you can take them around and show them all the cool stuff in our new facility and you're like i have one of those yeah i have a family um there's all there's also going to be trunk or treating um so because this was around halloween uh sometime in october so i thought oh uh sunny might also really enjoy that yeah Um, so she loves her some candy. I asked if you wanted to be my date, basically, to this family gathering at work. And how did you feel about it when when I asked you? I was excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I um, my company is even smaller than yours, and we'll talk a little bit about my experience soon. But um, like, my company never does things like I don't ever get to bring people to a thing or invite <laughs> people to a thing and so to get invited to a thing like it, I, it's just I hear about other companies doing and I hear about other people getting to go to their partners mm-hmm. things and I just don't get to do it very much and if you had done something with Elliot or uh, for Elliot's job it would just be normal because you're married well like, I would still feel I don't know I don't I think it would feel exactly the same like I would really? feel excited to get to go to a thing. Oh <laughs> like, wow. Okay, so this is just a rare occurrence at all like in, in my in life. general. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. I I don't think I was quite aware of that. Oh yeah. At I, the time. I just don't um yeah, I, but, I, neither I nor partners that I've had have had uh companies that hold events and invite families. But it was amazing. It was so much fun. Um most people were just like had no idea that anything was going on because the way I chose to handle it was uh, I would introduce you as my partner and uh, and this is your I didn't say it was my daughter I said this is your daughter right? did you say that I mean I don't even feel like I you know. introduced you were just I don't even think people asked I think we just like went around and they were like oh hey right. you look you know, happy like, for the most part if you see someone you don't recognize walking around with someone you do recognize you assume they're family yeah so, I think that's how most of the interactions felt to me. Right. We played mono on TV, basically. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Everyone was just assuming we were a family. And just to Look, clarify that, <laughs> that term, um, that's that's like a phrase we like to use. I don't know if it's a widely used one. but Playing mono on TV? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah I'm not mono, but I but I look well, like... I can I can pass it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we definitely passed for a family unit. Right. Um, the tour was fun. I gave a really good tour. Yeah, uh, Sunny yeah. was excited and wanted to see parts of the building again. Like, yeah, I want to go up to that window. Out, she started out really shy, which is usually her way. And then, you know, when you started showing her around, I think it kind of clicked for her that you were sharing this important part of your world that she hadn't seen before. And I think she got pretty into it. Yeah. The big moments that happened for me were um, introducing you to a couple people. Um, I think, like, I at least got something out of it even though they didn't seem to react like they didn't know they were meeting someone super like in strange circumstances like we didn't because we didn't announce to anyone that you're my partner and like 
But like my supervisor who like gave me curtains for my new apartment and knew I had a divorce recently, like was just like, oh, heck, nice to see you. Like they're just totally normal, totally great. And by the time we were ready to go home, uh, I wanted to say goodbye to my boss and who happened to be standing next to the CEO and owner of the company, respectively, uh, the very powerful people at my job. And um, <laughs> VP, P- <laughs> the VPs, VPPs, MVPs. And then uh, Sonny got shy again. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know so if Sonny knew they were like important. Yeah. The bosses. She might have read your vibe. I don't know. You think? Yeah. She's a pretty intuitive kid. Yeah. Um, and the thing that we talked about so much afterwards was Sonny hid behind me and kind of held on to my legs. And my secret fear of most interactions uh, when we are in public and I'm spending time with you and Sonny and even you and Sonny and Elliot um, is someone's going to figure out that I'm not her dad that I'm I don't know like it's it I have that anxiety the most when I am spending solo time with Sonny and like we go pick up Chinese food or something and then they yeah. want to tell me how cute my daughter is and I'm just like well thank you um they just most and some just people not correct them like right not correct yeah. them and I and I had the anxiety way more earlier on when Sonny and I were still getting to know each other and um building that trust initially because i just thought it was like at any moment it could crack and they could choose to cry and make a scene and then say something about you're not my real dad or you know like <laughs> like you've seen in movies right like those are just awfulizations in my mind just anxiety dreams that aren't real haven't happened but i'm just worried that it might and then i have to explain that no, but I am dating their mother and their mother knows that I'm taking them out to get food. And this is all like a... Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Um, but this time when I went to go talk to my boss and my CEO and the owner, uh, all Sonny did was this small body language. Oh my gosh. Like I, I'm tearing up about it right now. Like telling the story again. Because it meant so much to me to have Sonny's um, trust that way. And uh, it made me feel safe in front of these um, people that uh, have some sway over my livelihood. Yeah. Uh, They could just fire me if they decide they don't like non-monogamy because we're in a, a state where that, yeah. They don't have to give a reason. I mean, and we're and not really a protected... Or at will states. We're not really a protected group. Like, True. If someone fires you because they don't like non-monogamy, like, I don't know what recourse you'd really have. I don't think you have We'd any. be blazing that trail. Yeah. We're sharing our experiences about coming out at work, not so that you feel badly because you haven't. Um, this is not something that's expected or that anyone needs to do. Um, it is purely, it felt right to me. So I decided to go ahead and do it at the time. Um, yeah, we, and we, and we, we thought through the, you know, you and I both together talked about the pros and cons of this idea. I mean, I think anyone considering coming out at work, 
kind of has to take a moment and consider like what what are the good things that could happen as a result of this and what are the negative things that could happen so that was one that we talked about like okay let's Hmm. let's just worst case scenario this i i like to short circuit my awfulizations by um thinking about like what what's the worst that could happen and the Mm. worst that could happen in this situation is that you lose your job right yeah Um, i mean that'd be a pretty bad yeah uh, which is a big deal i mean for anyone and um i was very nervous about doing this but so we talked about that we talked about what would happen okay let's say you lost your job well um you probably would have trouble affording your apartment yeah and so then you you know, we talked about that you could come move in with me until mm-hmm. you get back on your feet or however long you need. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, I don't know, I think sometimes just thinking that through, it can kind of, it's not like you're going to be homeless. It's not like you're not, you're going to go hungry. You know, you have that safety net there. Like mm-hmm. there are protections in place. Yes. I was very fortunate, very thankful to have those. Yeah. And it, well, I think was probably, other than just where, I'm at in my journey after four years or say six or seven years in, in non-monogamy and like four years dating you uh, and building up this polycule um, that felt like the math worked out this time. Like at this point I, I reached a tipping point where I felt safe enough that I just went ahead and did it. I think if you'd asked me three years ago, I would have probably hesitated more and yeah. not known if I could have done that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And one of the whole reasons to do this at all is that we were both interested in is the uh, just being a positive uh, advocate for non-monogamy, for polyamory, like be good, being good examples and using our relative positions of safety to like just be more visible in society because we're trying to normalize it. Yeah, yeah. We're in a unique position where we can, you know, if we need to take a hit, we could. So, like, this is a powerful so let's do it. opportunity to, like, make it known, get it out there. Like, right. <laughs> someone so you-, you know might be polyamorous. <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about some of the pros and cons. Yep. Okay, there's the the really blatant one, which is you get legitimately fired. But yep. just as big, really, would be... um like lower level things that you might not be able to pick up on. So it might be that someone knows your poly and um, kind of passes you over for a promotion opportunity or soft rejection. Yeah. Treats you differently in the workplace or um, stop inviting me to lunches. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, Yeah. It would have been very disorienting and painful to realize that my relationships had changed. Yeah. Because of this new information they learned about me. And I think it'd be harder to pin down too. It'd be harder to push back against because you might not, you, you know, if you get passed over for a raise, it's like, well, is it just because I, you know, really wasn't up to par or... It's or hard to prove. Is there something more going on there? Yeah. But um, on the pro side, to balance that out, I mean, there's Living like... Living your authentic life. Yeah, there's that. Well, And I also think um, one thing I experienced in my own story was the chance to build um a stronger connection with the people you spend a lot of your day with these people that you work with yeah and like when you're vulnerable enough to share something personal like that with them Mm. then it gives you a chance to build a little stronger connection and build a little bit more trust and i mean if it goes well it's an opportunity for those things Mm -hmm. um, which is pretty valuable too 
So I also had a chance recently to come out. This is part of why we picked this as a topic. Yeah. So we both had something to share. Yeah. So um, we have a client that we've been working with for a while. Mostly me. It's mostly me that's been working with them. And so, yeah, I've been working with them and have a really great relationship with them. They really, really love the work I do. And they are having um, an anniversary party also. So, uh, you know, I got the invite and in my mind, I'm immediately thinking about all the people I'd love to bring, you know, if I, if a big picture world, I'd bring you, I'd bring Elliot, I'd bring Stevie, you know, like, um, I think that'd be amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you rarely get the opportunity to RSVP for so many. So I pull it up and it allows me to RSVP for three. Wow. And I'm like, opportunity. What? Like this is unheard of. Like you always just get your your plus, your plus one, one, but I get a plus two basically. Oh, the plus one is so steeped in in monogamous. I know assumption, and I don't know. I still don't know why they offered this, but I immediately thought, oh my gosh, like it would be so. I would love to take Fox and I Elliot. That would be two a dates. dream come true. I would love. To, I mean, to get to share this fancy dinner that I you know so rarely get invited to with these two people that are so important to me, like would be incredible. So I decided to, especially since this is a client, this mm-hmm. isn't actually my company itself. I think that'll be a little bit more straightforward. But since it was a client, I kind of felt like if I want to get to the place where I feel okay accepting this invite with two partners, then I need to also come out at my actual company first yeah, and verify that, that um, they aren't concerned about the impact that would have with his client. Right. And so this is something that, you know, I think would be something to think about if you're going to have this kind of conversation where you're coming out Mm -hmm. to um, really anyone, but we'll say at work, I wanted to be very intentional about how I presented this information because I I know there've been times in the past when I've come out as other things come out as like an atheist or come out as, you know, um, things that I'm worried about being accepted about, like having tattoos or things that are, I don't know, culturally people have feelings about. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, sometimes I, in the past, would present it as like, well, you know, there, there's this thing I want to tell you about. And I'm immediately in my um, demeanor and energy, I'm just offering like that I'm shamed, that I'm... Um, I'm expecting this to you to not take this well. Yeah, yeah. And I'm almost, I, I think... Without realizing it, you can almost be like telling someone how to feel when you give them that. You're, it's kind of leading the witness. Yeah. I, I think I can recreate what I said for the most part here. Mm-hmm. So I, I came in there and I was like, and my boss asked if I was going to go to that event. And I said, yeah, I definitely am. I've already got a sitter lined up for Sunny. Um, but I noticed that I'm allowed to bring two people instead of just one, which is kind of unusual. And... Um, this hasn't really ever come up before because we don't really have events here for family, but, um, Elliot and I are not monogamous and we never have been. And we've spent many years now building a family of people that we really care about. We make meals together. We go on trips together. And I have one partner in particular I've been with for over four years that I would also like to bring to something like this. And, um, I recognize that this client is more traditional and that this is a less traditional lifestyle choice that I've made, you know, like the way that I'm structuring my family and leading my life. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I, I just want to be sensitive to the fact that they are a little bit more traditional and I, I want to be respectful of um, how they might feel about something like that. And I would like 
your opinion on uh, how how best to approach this. Mm. So that's where I left it, and he and and that was a tricky needle to thread. I think initial, you did a really great job <laughs> yeah, with your statement. I felt really good about it. I mean, I feel like if I were going to give people advice about coming out, I I think if you present it in that way where you're like, here's this perfectly normal, happy, healthy thing I'm doing. Um, like it's harder for them to react negatively. I think, I think you give them less window. So, uh, to finish that story, I'm the advice he basically gave me is like, I think you're thinking about this really well and I think you should do what you think is right. So, That's uh, a great reaction. Thanks boss. <laughs> you know, I think I felt that sort of as a, also he went away and thought about it for a little bit and then came back to you and said that. Yeah, I thought, yeah, that's nice too. He really considered it. He did. Yep. And um, so I have decided to do it <laughs> because um, there's a lot of reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is kind of like what we were just talking about is like when you uh, present it in a way where it's hard to get upset about. Yeah. Then I think that just, I don't know. It's just, so what people are going to see at this event, I'm imagining in my mind, is like three people who are totally comfortable together very happy, very relaxed, um, clearly having a good time. Mm-hmm. and uh, Dressed think, amazingly. Yeah, <laughs> looking dapper. And um, I just, I can't imagine seeing that and not just thinking that, okay. Like, like I, I, I think anything you might think like, oh, um, I'm worried about this person or did they get coerced into that or... Like, is someone here unhappy? You would just, right. everything you would see would counteract any of those fears you might have. Do you want to share a recent story you had about like coming out on a more one on one level? Uh, there was a conversation I was having with um, a f- someone I consider a friend, like a real friend at work. Um, they work remotely and they were visiting that week. So we don't have a lot of in person time, uh, but we were excited. Because we're also like chess playing partners. Like I will will often send our like screenshots of our latest games to each other and be like, check out this win. And we're encouraging each other to learn the game. And then I saw him talking to another coworker about chess. And then I joked with him directly. Uh, oh, so you're like cheating on me with other chess players? And he's like, well, if I was polyamorous, it wouldn't be a problem. And I'm like, actually, it's funny you say that because I am polyamorous and it isn't a problem. And he goes, oh, that's great. I know someone that is, uh, that's like that too. Uh, I would be if uh, my partner was into it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, it was. He was just like so – we didn't skip a beat. We had uh, our rapport down. And uh, so – this little revelation about my personal life was just, he's just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is normal. Which, I mean, and, and kind of going back to that idea of the more we normalize it, I mean, part of why it was normalized for him is that he had already interacted with someone else. Yes, exactly. I and, mean, he was he was right there with a poly joke, even though he's not poly. Yeah. Coming out at work. Tell us in the comments how your experience went. Did you have something uh, similar happen to you? Yeah, or what is your pros and cons list? Yeah. What's your math look like? Yeah. I want to know. So, thanks for joining us. This has been Mindful Polly, an episode about coming out at work. (laughs) I'm Fox. And I'm Nova. I'm sounding good. (laughs) 
in my ears. I am fashioning a coaster out of tissues. Classy bitch. I'm so classy. And now we are good to go.